or thank you for joining us if it's your first time. This is the Mind Wealth Podcast, and my name is Chelsea. So get ready to sit back, relax, and unwind while we chat about all kinds of things. Today, we're going to be talking more in depth about interrupted sleep cycles and what they can do to our mental well being. I know last week we touched on sleep habits being one of the most important routines that we can keep, and this week, I'm going to deep dive a bit on why that is. So listen up, because today we're talking deep sleep. We all have been told that sleep is an important part of our lives, but do we really understand why it is that way? Let's talk a little bit about what happens when we sleep, and then we can chat about the effects of not getting those much-needed restful hours. Sleep is an important part of our daily lives. It takes up about a third of our time and has so many beneficial qualities to it. While sleeping, our brain transfers short-term memories into long-term storage, helps us form and maintain pathways in our brain, and can help maintain how our nerve cells communicate. And while a lot of that happens in our sleep, it remains a complex mystery of internal organ interactions that we just don't know everything about yet. It is also believed that sleeping could be a form of housekeeping for mental recovery that can only take place while we slumber. Initially, it was believed that lack of sleep was a side effect of mental illness. But as we learn more about how sleep affects the body, we've begun to realize just how complex the relationship between sleep and mental health is. We have come to understand the cyclical nature of how the interaction between the two works. Not sleeping can lead to the start of mental health issues, or the exacerbation of previously endured ones. Having mental health issues can also make it difficult to sleep, and the lack of sleep can trigger the onset of other psychological disorders. Thus, building upon the already unsettled mind makes it easier to become even more unsettled. Lack of sleep can start showing up in little ways, like brain fog or irritability. This could also include spikes of anger as your ability to control or suppress emotion starts to wane, meaning that the reactivity of your amygdala is compromised, which is your emotional center, and you may start to experience outbursts that you weren't expecting. Not sleeping also increases the amount of stress you feel. When you don't have the required rest, even the little things start to cause major sources of frustration. Something like going to the grocery store could leave you pulling your hair out. Even your lack of ability to sleep can cause more stresses, which in turn does not allow you to sleep even further. And if you push that lack of sleep to the extremes, sleep deprivation can cause things like hallucinations or delusions. These temporary psychotic symptoms can be abated with proper rest, however. So what are a few good routines that could get you in line for proper sleep habits? Let's talk about them. 1. Establishing a nighttime routine. Obviously having a routine is a great routine. But what should a nighttime routine look like, and how does one ready their body for sleeping? Well, every good routine should consist of a few steps that you do repeatedly. If you've never had a nighttime routine before, try picking about three things to start with. Here are a few ideas that you could add to your routine. Setting a time. Get consistent with what time you plan to go to bed every night. Your brain already starts to wind itself down when it knows it's on its way to sleep, so help it out by picking a consistent time to start that sleep cycle. A warm bath. It helps your body mimic the drop in core temperature that your body would normally do when getting ready for sleep, and thus, it's a good choice. Plus, you could add in sleep-promoting scents and double up. Have a light snack. While eating a huge meal is counterproductive to sleeping, it's also bad to go to bed starving, so try something like a piece of fruit, nuts, or yogurt. They're all great choices. Particularly fruits like cherries or grapes have been said to hold sleep-making benefits. Listen to music. Pick something that relaxes you. It doesn't matter the genre. Or find some white noises that soothe you, something like raindrops or water on the beach or the rustling of leaves. Stretch. 
Spend at least 10 minutes just putting your body through some basic stretches. You could include breathing routines in this or even light yoga. Just focus on relaxing and releasing both the physical and emotional tensions of the day. Journaling. While this isn't for everyone, having a pen and paper to emotion dump on before bed can be relaxing and rewarding. Write a to-do list. If you're not into journaling, try spending a few minutes to jot down the top three things you need to accomplish the next day, and that can help your brain focus on sleeping instead of worrying over remembering what we need to do tomorrow. Ready your bedroom. Having a bedroom that is cool and dark is important in inducing proper sleep habits. Lowering the thermostat a few degrees, they say between 65 and 68 Fahrenheit is the prime zone, but also cleaning your space, getting it decluttered, and lowering the lights are all also effective tools in helping you go to sleep. Now that we've talked about a couple routines, let's get back to the list. Number two, limiting alcohol before bed. Drinking disrupts your sleep cycle, even just a couple of them. Having alcohol in your system limits the amount of REM sleep that you can get, and it's also a diuretic that causes your body to lose moisture through urination, but also through sweat, making you dehydrated. It can cause you to snore by relaxing the muscles in your nose and throat. Now, I'm not saying you can't drink alcohol. Just do so in a way that makes more sense. Your body can generally, by rule of thumb, clear one drink or one unit of alcohol in an hour. So plan your night accordingly. Allow yourself proper time to detox before resting. Number three, avoiding caffeine or stimulants like nicotine before bed. Caffeine blocks your adenosine receptors, which is a sleep-promoting chemical produced in our brains daily. Overuse of caffeine can cause insomnia in some people because the half-life of caffeine is between 2 and 12 hours. But a crazy cross-fact Nicotine counteracts the awakening effects of caffeine, cutting its effectiveness in half. Nicotine comes with its own set of problems, though, including breathing issues when trying to fall asleep, the length of time that you're asleep is shortened, and, like alcohol, you spend less time in the REM cycles of sleep. Number four, turn off your devices. Do it. We've all heard that blue light emitted by our electronics inhibits our melatonin and keeps us from sleeping as much or as well as we need. So, why are we still checking our phones and scrolling social media when we should be trying to relax and sleep? Try getting yourself an actual alarm clock, if you rely on your phone for waking you. And leave your phone plugged in in another room to charge for the night. You don't need it. You really don't. Sleep's more important. Number five. Limit napping. Does this sound like a personal attack? (laughs) Well, it's not. Many of us fall victim to the nap. Too much sleeping during the day can cause interrupted sleep at night. If you're going to take a nap, make sure you're limiting the duration to between 20 and 30 minutes, once a day. You heard me, one time. And keep those naps to before 2 p.m. in the afternoon, and you'll see an increase in your ability to sleep at night. Now, there are many stories of friends and families that I could tell you, but there is one in particular that I would like to share. My best friend's firstborn little man, who is near and dear to my heart. He struggled with sleeping through the night. He was constantly feeling tired, turning down playdates or time with friends or adventures outside, and struggling to get the rest that his growing body needed. Caitlin took him to the doctor and eventually ended up at a sleep study trying to get answers for what was going on with her little man. She advocated for him because she knew this was important. It turns out, with a few tweaks, a little iron, and he's an entirely different little boy. His energy levels have gone through the roof, and now she's not sure how to get him to relax. This is just one of the many examples of how sleep can fundamentally change who we are. And while he's doing a million times better, you could be too. A final word on sleep. If you're experiencing trouble sleeping, 
this is something that you want to take seriously and work to get under control right away. The documentation of how immense the lack of sleep can hurt our physical and mental well-being is just one of those reasons. If you find that these tips are not helping or you're still struggling to get the rest that you need, please seek professional help and reach out to medical providers in your area to get assistance, as it may be a sign of an underlying complication or other medical condition. And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you want to join me for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week.